afternoon, Wyndham and Willimantic. It's Tuesday, August 1st, and you're listening to The Neighborhood. This is Anita Sebastian with my co-host, Ernie Eldridge. Like my mom said yesterday, summer's almost gone, Anita. I can't believe it. It's already August. I mean, you know, next thing going to be Labor Day, and I'm going to be uh, another year older on Labor Day, which is always a fun time, so. But uh, we'd like to thank uh, Willie Radio for allowing us to be on the air uh, at uh, 1400 AM and 95.3 FM and Casella Waste for sponsoring our show. And Matt Behind the Dial, which is doing his due diligence today because we're at Town Hall. Am I correct, Anita? Yes. And we are up on the third floor. The third floor, which a lot of people don't get to see. But you will be able to, I believe tonight, Jim Rivers was on. Uh, Wayne Norman's show this morning. He's floating around town hall here somewhere, and maybe he'll pop in while we're doing this uh, program. And uh, I believe they're going to start about 6 o'clock, allowing people to come up to the third story and see what they want. we want to accomplish or they want to accomplish. How's that? I say we. As far as renovation. As far as renovation is exactly right. You know, people. I don't think people realize how important town hall was and is. Let's put it that way. You know, I mean, it's... When it started out, it was great. It was 1895. It was starting to be built, and it was built by who? Anita, do you remember now? Well, the architect that they hired was named Warren Briggs, and he was from Bridgeport. Oh, okay, local guy. And talk about local. The builder, the contractor, was Jeremiah O'Sullivan, and he was right here from Wyndham. It's amazing how many. There's uh, 1.25 million bricks built uh, into this building. How's that? I think there's 100 and some odd, 52 windows. 152 windows well, I think when, probably, it was, when it was built. Right, exactly right. There's a few more when they added on the department on the side there where you go in to get your permits for building and stuff like that. That was that issue. Well, but if, if you really were to walk all the way around the building, you'd see that, that there are some spots that look like they used to be windows uh-huh. have been bricked up. Right. But it has a lot of different uh, uh, venues here, let's put it that way, but but we're getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves with what we're doing. But, you know, go ahead. Right. We, we, we haven't gotten it, the history of it being built yet. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so it started in 18, uh, like I said, 1895. Uh, and, uh, of course, Willow became Willow in 1893, okay? So uh, they moved from spot to spot to hold meetings, what they did. In fact, they were uh, in uh, Hayden Block, which is just down over the corner here. And they'd hold their meetings there, and I guess the rent got too high. Well, the, the reason the rent went up yes. was because Mr. Hayden, Whiting, his name was Whiting Hayden. Okay. Hence, we have Whiting Street and Hayden Street. Ah, uh-huh. Uh, anyway, he passed away, and his children decided they were going to raise the rent. Of course. And the borough, because Willimantic was just a borough then, the, the borough and the county officials said, you know, that's a waste of money. And so they moved out and they found temporary quarters elsewhere. So they wanted to build this great big marvelous building is what they wanted to build, okay, which was a, a bone of contention. Is that a, a correct term, maybe? Oh, yes, it was a bone you of know, contention. Everybody thought, well, it's a waste of money. And, uh, oh, it's this. And, oh, it's that. And, you know, it, it only cost uh, $73,000 at that time. Uh, in today's money, maybe $2 million, $2.5 million, But uh, 
interesting enough. So, but it's got cypress inside of it, the entryway and ash and and Anita, maybe there's some Portland bricks and stuff in here. Is there? Well, yes, the uh, no, it's Philadelphia bricks. Oh, okay. The 1.25 million bricks are Philadelphia bricks. Ah, Philadelphia bricks. Yep. And uh, let's see, what some of the other things that we wanted to highlight? Well, of course, it was built as a courthouse, okay? I don't think anybody remembers it much as a courthouse, okay? It was a courthouse, but it also housed a lot of different uh, parts of the town. Let's put it that way in here. Yeah, the, the powers that be wanted to kind of erect this structure to give Brooklyn at that time was the county seat. So, okay. So... People in, in Wyndham and Willimantic wanted to kind of rival them or at least be co. co sure. Yes, exactly. They wanted to be a co. County seat. County seat, exactly right. So we're going to build this wonderful building. It had a courthouse. And, uh, you know, I, our, our famous thing for the courthouse is, of course, the icebox bandits. I mean, they were tried here, but uh, which is always my fun story. And, and Matt always uh, is a gentleman and chuckles about it because he's heard it several times. But but actually, you have to remember, uh, I, I am getting a little ahead of myself. Go ahead, Anita. You know, as far as building the building, it, it was, like I said, people just thinking it was too darn much money. Why are we wasting money? But also the spot where we're going to put it was oh, a real bone of contention. That was a big bone of contention because initially they wanted to put it down near Main and Union Street. And, of course, who's down there at that time? The Linen Company, which became Willamette Thread Company, but it was the Linen Company. And they were screaming and hollering because it wouldn't allow them to expand is what it wouldn't allow it to do. Yep. They, they thought it would, you know, hinder their plans. Exactly right. So they moved the plans up to here on Main and High Street, and they started to build the building. Well, there's people who thought that the linen company had a say on where the building was going to be. Kind of exerted a little bit too much influence. Exactly correct. So nobody remembers mill number two. I, I, I don't think there's anybody alive that remembers mill number two because it went down about 1890, somewhere around there, 1900s. It was down where Rec Park is. And it, where that big area is right by the river and there's a sluice way that comes in and back to the dog park that was part of mill number two and it was a wood mill is what it was i think it's the only wood mill that the, the linen company or the thread company had but when the fire it caught fire and it burned to the ground and when firemen got there they found oily rags wrapped all around the building they found gasoline soaked wool and uh, thread and stuff like that inside the building. So they feel as though that it was retaliation. Is that a correct term? Mm -hmm. For, you know, for uh, uh, them thinking they coerced them into moving it up here to town hall. So it was always a problem. It really has been always a problem. You know, I mean, even the clock tower was a problem. You know, people felt as though that the, the way <laughs> the top of it is, and I don't know how to say that correctly, Anita. People thought that it looked like part of a gentleman's anatomy. Oh, there we go. Okay. And it's still there. Okay. But they felt as though it was just too showy is what it was. So people were all upset and about it, it. And, and it would, you know, go against uh, polite sensibilities. Oh, there we, oh boy, that sounds very 
That, that's a very Victorian <laughs> way of saying it. <laughs> well, that's, that's right. That's right. The golden age of, you know, whatever it is there. And, uh, but it's kind of funny. There was, there was a sculpture. I think he, what did he do? Did he do Lincoln? Did oh. At one point, and this would have been really great, Daniel Chester French. Now, he's a noted sculptor. He's the one that did Lincoln sitting in his chair by the Lincoln Memorial. And he was actually contacted, and he designed two bronze bullfrogs. But they were never built because it was the committee thought that it, they would be too expensive. But can you imagine Willimantic almost had two bronze frogs designed by Daniel Chester French? Uh, that would have been really But the J.R. Hall was still here. That was downstairs in the back. There was a J.R. Hall. And, in fact, uh, it, there's another whatever happened. So the, the people who were in the know at that time who were the council, whatever you want to call them, okay, I'm not sure, they're aldermen, councilmen, whatever, there's all these different names changed. They felt as though that the they didn't want to have the GAR uh, memorial here, and actually it's in Norwich. Our GAR memorial is there. We just got James Rivers just came in here, our town manager. I heard you on the, on the radio this morning, James, and it sounded very good. And uh, we're having a town meeting tonight, and we're, we're going to try to accomplish, James. What are we going to try to accomplish? We're going to try to accomplish something that's been probably attempted for a number of years. You were all know about that, but uh, for some time now, we've tried to restore the third floor of the town hall back to its former glory, and it is glorious up here. Yes. Uh, and we've got a proposal on the agenda tonight for $3.2 million, which is an estimate we got from an architect and a construction company. Both. Uh, we're in that range of $400 a square foot. It's about 7,500 square feet up here for a restoration primarily. Mm -hmm. I can move many walls around. If you've ever been up through the town hall on the third floor, it's it's spacious. Um, there's enough room for quite a few offices and, and also some bigger rooms where the courthouse, the courtroom was. Yeah, the courtroom sitting room. In right, that's where we're sitting. Yeah. There's a law library next door uh, over here with all the bookcases. On the other side of this law thing here is a uh, council chamber. They called it the council chamber. Yeah. I don't know if they had court in there, too, because it looks like a courtroom. Too. It does. It does. Uh, so maybe they did double duty. Sure. I was looking at some of the older plans, and there's yeah. actually police offices. It says police on a lot of the offices up here. Yeah. Again, who knows? They've moved things around here so many times over the last 126 years or whatever. Right. Um, but police were in I know, on the lower floor. In fact, I think they came in the police station. They did, right? Mm -hmm. up, it's it's yeah, right. right. So, uh, again, it's been a lot of different things. I know the library was in the back right. at some point. Um, but I think we really are close to space here. Uh, we have uh, certainly the wherewithal financially the town is doing very, you know, we have money in the bank. We have, you know, again, uh, good revenues coming in, which is really helping us. And uh, the need for space for uh, conference space is, you know, we're desperate. Sure. We have only the ballroom. Right. We don't even have a little room anymore because we brought people into this building over even recent years that were not here. They were in debt. We're up in Framework. Right. And uh, we're just really crushed with space. Right. And uh, so again, we're going to create some office space, some conference space. Basically, like I said, more of a restoration. We're trying not to move any walls around, um, but we may have to move a few minor walls to, to create handicap accessible restrooms. I don't know yet from the building official and the architects what that might entail, how much we need to do. Uh, certainly opening up the old staircase yes. uh, that is now blocked. You kind of see it. 
the beginning of it when you're on the second floor. That's just kind of sheetrocked up. You can remove those walls fairly easily. We have two elevators that already come to the third floor. So that's a, usually a big expense is creating an elevator. Um, somebody did that along the way. It looks like that's a newer elevator, you know, mm-hmm. towards the back of the building. So we have the two elevators go to the third floor. Um, we're going to have to have, you know, HVAC, uh, electrical done over. The floors are beautiful wood floors here. I would assume that we're going to restore those. Um, we have any fire suppression. We have to come up mm-hmm. to the code or make sure it's safe for that. So, again, it's, it's about a $3 million project. It's 100000 for architects, 100000 for contingency, and other expenses for, for the project, miscellaneous expenses. But about $3 million in construction or reconstruction. Uh, but, again, I see a lot of the woodwork in here is intact. It doesn't need to be replaced. It's right, like you said, it's maybe ash and cypress in here when it was built. It's, it's beautiful. It's winter structure. Even above our head, there's a big glass window that's covered. Yeah. That is, if you look at the front of the building, there's a big round window. If you walk, driving by town hall, walking, you'll see a big round window way up high. I think that brings light into the big square above Oh, it. interesting. So okay. They block it up maybe for deep purposes or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Energy. Yeah. So I, I would love to restore that. We have that natural light So we're going to be doing a town meeting tonight at 6.30. That's right. And you're allowing people to come in at 6 o'clock, are you? Yes. They want to come in right now. Or, or sure, we're here. We're already here. I got the door open to the okay. staircase, which is on the second floor, as you go into the ballroom, if you want to walk the stairs. Yes. Or the elevator closest to the, the main entrance is yes. also open. And, and set in the third floor so you can come up here if you yeah, want. You just have to be kind of careful. Yeah, there's some things up here, not a strip and fall. Uh, I don't see anything really dangerous, no wires sticking out. But, uh, you know, and now, now I know that the clock is up in the main being repaired or being whatever and restored. That's a correct term. Now, is it going to be up here on this story? So the plan, it? with or without the restoration, it's a separate yeah. project. We already are using state uh, loss of money. That we're going to bring the clock down from the tower because it's no, no climate control up there. Thirty months. That's <laughs> five blocks of bird food. Yeah. Because uh, things got window gets broken. Next that's time, that's pigeons, wonderful too. And the, the pigeons will will take over very quickly because they used to come. That's why they call the movie pigeons, right? They come right back to where they were. You open one little spot in that window, guess what? You have a whole family of pigeons real quick. So they they've made messes even since I've been here a couple of times. But anyway, we've got all the clock faces and the clock mechanism in Maine. To these folks that are specialists yeah. in repairing and destroying blocks, they're about the only game in town, to be honest. The folks are getting up there in years, so it was actually very important that we probably got it out to them right now while they're still. They said they don't know how much longer they're going to be doing it. Right. Uh, but they have it. They, it's probably about a six month project, but they're going to bring the mechanism down to the third floor, probably somewhere in this very large hall. There's quite a lot of nooks and crannies yeah. that we can display the mechanism. It's not that big, it's about the big as, as big as a desk or something. Yeah. And we're going to put it in a case so you can't get your fingers mashed in the gears. Uh, but you'll be able to see it. And we'll yep. be able to maintain it. It'll be, even without a renovation, this room, this floor is more climate controlled than the clock tower. It stays, you know, the temperature stays, stays tempered. Uh, but they, with rods, they're going to connect this like they do in many places. They connect the rods to the, the faces, the four faces. Yeah. And they turn the clock accurately, I guess. It, it's not, they're not concerned at all about, you know, so the clock will start keeping time again. The bell will chime again. They, you know, I don't think many people remember that there is a bell up there. Oh, that big bell. A big bell, bell up there. Yeah. It's way up there. So the uh, bell yeah. where it is and where the product project is to get the bell and the clock and the faces all on. Right. 
Right. Now, I had asked Jim back uh, a little bit ago on a, somewhere we were talking, and, of course, upstairs where the clock was, there's lots of woodwork doors and stuff like that that had lots of people that have signed their names up there. I mean, when I was the mayor, I used to take people up there to uh, see the clock is what I do, up those skinny stairs and so on and so forth. But, and you said they're there, so I, I love it. So I'll yes. just come down and be... <sighs> I don't know Our what closet. we're going to do with them. Yeah. They're, they're still in place. They just took the mechanism out of the little closet there. Yeah. These doors the right. doors. And there are people's initials up there for, I don't know, how many years Oh, that's back. a long time. I, I don't know. I didn't look, but I'm curious to see when the first year on anybody's initials is. Uh, I want to check If I remember correctly, it's back in uh, 1900 somewhere. Oh, yeah. Along, yeah. yeah. Somebody must have started right away. When you were doing tours, I was always doing the tours downstairs. <laughs> but I, I can remember we had one lady that was probably 95 and her friend, and they wanted to go up there, and they walked all the way up those stairs to find their It's place. a little rickety. If you're afraid of heights, you don't want to go up there. Nina, Nina, who used to work here, used to yell at me, Ernie, you're going to get us in trouble. You know, type of thing. So, but people enjoyed it. I don't think people realize that uh, Wyndham and Willimantic were two separate entities until 1984. Five, somewhere around there, 85, 86. So if you come up here in third story, you'll see that you have a city uh, person, a city council, city this, city that. So everything everything was right. And it was the same thing because we had first selectmen on Wyndham and, and a uh, contingent up there. And then you had the mayor of Willimantic and the contingent here. So, and until that point in time. So this town hall was dual purpose for, for many years, it was dual purpose. Until, like I said, the 80s, sometime around there with John Lesko, and that was, he was the last mayor of the town of Willimantic, or the city of Willimantic, excuse me. We were talking about the clock a little bit, yeah. and the person, there was someone who donated the clock. It was Hayden, wasn't it? It was one of Whiting Hayden's relatives, James okay. Hayden, who donated the clock, and uh, let's see. It was illuminated by electric lights, which oh, well, a big which in 1896 was a big thing. It was a big thing. So, yeah. but I think you were saying that his bride or something. I, I think his wife was the one who flicked the switch. Flicked the switch and made it first go and such. So, yeah. we're hoping people are going to come out tonight to the town meeting and vote positive. Is what we're hoping. That's my hope. That's your hope. <laughs> you know, Dean and I were talking about the great controversy here when they built this town hall. How terrible it was. Oh, it was a waste of money. It was a waste of this, a waste of that. It's kind of funny how things really follow along, don't they? You know? Well, things do inside. Yeah, they do. There are a few town halls in Connecticut that look like this. Well, you know, I've the, been in quite a few of them. And, the courthouse, the courtroom here is very important. In fact, we had a movie shot here, Diamond Ruff, and it's a diamond in R-U-F-F is what it is. And yours truly is a has a cameo guitar in there, but uh, and uh, they needed a courtroom that they could use for the court scene, but you can't use one that is being used if right. it's still right. used. So this one was vacant, which made it very and important. It something yeah, exactly right. So we went, I'd like to see it keep keep it intact as much as we can, as far as that goes. So I know that's your kind of your yeah. I, I yeah, I think that uh, this is an important project for a number of reasons. I mean, obviously we need space. It's a practical. Part yep. of the project, yep. 
we need space for meeting space and, and office space. But it, it just kind of brings the town full circle, you know, as you probably have often talked about, you know, prior to the, the fall of the industrial age here, you know, which kind of took the town down and many other towns. Yeah. Now, uh, we're kind of coming back, you know, for different reasons. You talk about that, Jim, and you're absolutely correct. You know, back in the 90s, they thought of t- either tearing this place down or because all of everything else moved. Police department moved, the fire department, the library moved. Uh, they didn't have a J.A.R. Hall because the last Civil War soldier died about 1947, I think it was. And that got so, so all these different offices that were here got moved all over town. Now you're saying everything's moving back. You know, in a way, nothing's you know, moving back. But again, it's uh, it's the centerpiece of the town. Yeah, really, the town hall is right. And again, we have such a gem here. Like I said, when people come to the town hall now, we've been fixing it up a little bit as we go. COVID helped us. We put staff on gaming duty because they couldn't do some of the other things, right? We couldn't have recreation because of COVID. So actually, some of the recreation staff came to the building. It wasn't all for us. So we've we've been trying to fix it up with with little uh, little funds, right? We don't spend a lot of money. There's been some repairs we've had to make to to different systems in here over the years. The roof, we spent quite a bit of money fixing some of the slate roof a few years back. But this is really, I can say the final piece, but it really needs to be repaired. You know, I mean, you're you're missing out. And it's probably the most beautiful part of the building is the upper floor because the ceilings are are really high. The windows are huge. We're sitting in the the courthouse. The windows are beautiful. Actually, the windows have been replaced. I know. That really That's one thing we won't have to spend yeah. money on. The architect already said, we might as well leave those windows. Sure. They're great. They're double-paned uh, windows. So we've, we've got to start a good start here. It's it's great. I'm hoping it doesn't cost $3 million. But, you know, things cost a lot today. Uh, <laughs> it, co- it costs... It cost seventy three thousand dollars to build it back in. Oh my! But but initially they only appropriated sixty thousand. So yeah, really? Same thing. It's hard to you know right now to put on budget. It's hard to get people just to do anything. Yeah. So you know we're hopeful though that that's a pretty safe bet of four hundred dollars square foot for a renovation. Uh, well, you're talking, you're talking to keep it right. You keep it restoration, yeah. not just a renovation. Uh, I mean, you could, yeah, we're not putting up any new walls, right? Now. So that that keeps the cost down. We already have a building here. We have a sewer line coming into the building. We have electric service coming to the building. So, so a lot of the basic things when you're building a new structure, the structure's here, right? The floors are here. Now you've got, I mean, you've got water for sprinklers underneath here. Right. You right. well, just tap into the got the pipes in. That's the hope. Who knows what we're going to run into yeah. and we start taking some things apart, but I hope we don't have to take too much apart, you know. Uh, you got to have electricity, run everything today, you know, computers, everything's run, electricity, you got to have lighting. But uh, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I'm not, I'm not too concerned about the cost. I'm more concerned about getting the tradespeople we need to do what they need to do when they do it, electricians, plumbers, because that is so hard to get people yeah. to do things, especially if you're going to do some restoration. you got about two minutes. Those those people are specialists, you know. Yeah, they are. But you know, again, it takes us a couple of years. It takes us a couple of years. Yeah. Well, it was always my dream to have this up when I was the mayor because I'd love to have my offices up in the front up here overlooking the, the town. The hope is that maybe we'll have a mayor's office up there. I think that is that is sort of a dream. That'd be great. Okay, folks, we're uh, come on down to uh, town hall at six thirty and vote. I hope you vote positive, but please express what you feel as though about the restoration of the third story in the courtroom and that on town hall. And come down and 
right after the show. Sure. And we're here now. Come and come and see what the proposals are. Right. Anita and I kind of know a little bit about this, so if you have some questions, we could probably help you as such. So, anyways, why don't you get us out of here, there, Anita, and uh, we'll say goodbye for tonight. And don't forget on Thursday, between the hours of four and seven, you can come down to the Jilson House. Children with accompanied by an adult, and we have free ice cream and free tour of the of uh, the Jilson House. This is uh, Anita Sebastian for my co-host Ernie Eldridge, wishing everyone out there a great week in the neighborhood. Stay safe, folks. You know what to do. Sweet dreams, funky. Night, night, Cookie Puss. Thanks, bud.